This is Rudy Klanick, VP of Sales and Marketing for Sports in Action, and this is one-on-one -on -one with ABC Partners. Hi, this is Dave Almy of ADC Partners, and I'm going to let you in on a little secret. High school football is a really big deal in Texas. Okay, fine, maybe that's not that much of a secret, what with the whole Friday Night Lights thing. But still, it's a really, really big deal. And no one knows that more than Rudy Klanick, VP of Sales for Sports in Action. In his role, Rudy creates partnerships for Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a brand that may be more Texas than the Dallas Cowboys, Dr. Pepper, and Whataburger all rolled up into one. We talk about the unique opportunities and challenges associated with developing partnerships at the high school level, the essential role that authenticity plays in that, and the amazing legacy of Dave Campbell, a true Texas legend. So thanks for listening, and enjoy. All right, so let's set the stage here, Rudy. Sports in Action is the parent company of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. For those people who are listening who are potentially unfamiliar with the name Dave Campbell, can you give us a start with who he was and what was Texas Football Magazine? So Dave Campbell's Texas Football was created by the founder, Dave Campbell, in 1960 at his kitchen table in Waco, Texas. We were, we were not even blinks in our parents' eyes at this point. <laughs> no, no. And Dave had a great idea. Uh, he was a sports editor at a local paper at the Waco Trib. And okay. he had a great idea because no one was really covering college or high school football in a comprehensive way. They would touch on it at UT or Texas A&M, but nobody was the really the authority. So that. as big as Texas football is, back in the early 60s, it was not really looked at. It wasn't as closely followed as it is today. Not in a comprehensive way, mm -hmm. right? You know, the big schools were for sure, yeah. but um, but not in a comprehensive way. So he wanted to take it all and, and put it under one, one roof, as it were. And so he built Dave Campbell's Texas football, and the first issue was 1960. And okay. um, it was a magazine that came out on an annual basis. That really was the... the once the, a year. It came out once a year, comes out in the summer before the football season. It is a preview of uh -huh. every high school and college in the state and really in this state has become kind of the official start of football season when that magazine <laughs> hits on the newsstand that's the signal man that it's time it's time and to it's, get going it's yeah. to lace them up and strap it on because football season's about to begin i mean it's a labor of love obviously he's a really good businessman um he has he had so many amazing stories from following and covering Texas football for so many years. We lost him a couple years ago and, uh, and, and, you know, we've got a, a great cast of talent and faces for Texas football, but mm. you know, we'll always miss Dave, man. This is all about him. And it's uh, he's always been writing a love letter to Texas high school and college football. And we just keep that going. It's like, I think it's sometimes hard for people to get a sense of how big a deal football is in the state of Texas. And it's people are fans of the pros and fans of college, fans of high school. But in Texas, it's just 
next level, right? It's really tied into the fabric of the state and its identity. I'm wondering if you, because you've been working with the organization since 2014, I'm wondering if you just have a story of your own to that just gives people a sense of just how big a deal football is in the state of Texas. Yeah, I mean, the, the easiest uh, way to, to tell that is to come out in December to the state championships okay. here at AT&T Stadium. So you the, play the state championships in the Death Star, in, in the tech in the Dallas yeah, Cowboys football stadium. Yeah, it, it does move uh-huh. a little bit, but it's been at AT&T Stadium um, for the last few years. It's pretty centrally located for all the you know, various schools can get we have a big state right so it's got to be centrally located and you want to have a, a roof on it so you don't have weather issues but <laughs> like the sleep um, you're currently you know, experiencing yeah exactly <laughs> outside um it, it's an amazing event so it's four days of football 12 games 24 teams and we've averaged over two hundred thousand fans for those four days <laughs> okay so high football yeah you ask like how big a deal is it well high school football is a big deal in Florida. High school football is a big deal in Georgia and Ohio and California. I mean, great Mm -hmm. talent, amazing talent. Right. But if you look at just an attendance, just an attendance, you look at the differences, it's, it's, it's apples and hand grenades different. That is a very dangerous metaphor you just came up with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I had to keep it uh, family friendly. (laughs) And then that's true. This podcast is, is followed widely by families. Oh, excellent. Excellent. My core audience, for sure. Yeah. So the attendance numbers here, you don't believe it till you see it, right? We'll have a game, one of our bigger school games will be in the 40s and even the 50,000s just for one game, just for one game, right? And which is bigger than most, most bowl games, obviously. (laughs) So it's, it's a serious deal, but you know, Dave, big as the state championships are Friday night, in the middle of Timpson, Texas, or Abilene, or El Paso, or friend, uh, Friendswood, it is, it's amazing, man. The whole town shuts down. There's a rivalry up in Sherman. Uh, they play Denison every year, and that's one of the longest, if not the longest rivalry in the state mm-hmm. of Texas. And I went to that game a few years ago, and they literally, it's like the cliche, but it's true, they shut downtown because you park downtown to go to the stadium because there's not enough parking at the stadium. (laughs) And uh, obviously it's standing room only. And those are the fun, you know, those are the really fun, you know, it's big and small towns, Friday night lights, that whole bit, but it is amazing. And it is true. It is. It does kind of evoke that romanticism. I think that we all have about sports and community and the like you said, Friday night lights about the ability to bring people together to rally around something, which I think yeah. is like the ideal that we have at sports sometimes get lost with, you know, all the you know money that gets poured into sports now and things like that. But it really feels like Dave Campbell is, has a major part in focusing on that sort of the history, the legacy and the things that people really find wonderful about sports. Is that accurate? Would you think? Yeah, I hope so. Um, You know, we take it real seriously. We amplify the positives. Our content team focuses on the good stories and the and the and the great connections with those communities you mentioned. Um, 
the head football coach, the athletic director, we think and hope and we do a good job. You know, they're our best right. friends. They're an advocate of us and vice versa. You know, we. Well, there's so much history with the organization, too. I mean, they, they grew up with it, I'm assuming. A hundred percent. Yeah. If you, you walk around and you talk to somebody that grew up here, played football here uh, in high school, they remember what year they were listed in the right. magazine. They cut right? out the it's pages. It's like a who's who. Yeah, they kept the page. They kept the magazine. A lot of people collect the magazine. But if you're in a, you know, a lot of times I'm talking this, you know, on a sponsorship side and uh, you meet somebody that played football, you know, in Alito back in, you know, 1997. And they'll, they they'll remember, oh, man, I was in oh, the yeah. magazine and I still my mom kept that magazine. Awesome. Right. It's great right. for us. And it, it, it is it is just has that legacy uh, to it. it. It's always been. Well, let's talk that. about that for a minute, because you are in charge of sales and marketing for for the organization. Can you talk a little bit about your outreach to prospective partners when you're getting them up to speed on Dave Campbell and what the company can deliver? I mean, it, you know, I, I'm assuming like we just talked about, there's so much history and legacy that's imbued in the organization at all. I imagine that assists you, but I'm wondering if you can go dive in a little bit into your partnership outreach process. Well, so Dave Campbell's is a media brand, right? So we have a print magazine that'll come out forever. Right. It'll be on the newsstands. We have subscriptions and we sell ads mm -hmm. into that just like anybody sure. would. Um, that used to be the only the only revenue was the newsstand and the ads, right? Pretty and straightforward so stuff. Pretty straightforward, man. And magazines have changed a great just deal. Just a bit. <laughs> um, just a bit. Just a bit. So we've changed with it. And so we certainly have media to sell. We have a very big, uh, robust social yeah, okay. following, you know, over 100,000 plus on Twitter, 100,000 plus on Facebook, very active audience, which is nice. We've put a lot of resources into texasfootball.com. Um, so when the magazine covers the preview of the season and that comes out mm -hmm. once a year and that's 400 pages and it's oh my awesome. gosh, it's a telephone book. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a Texas yeah. history book, right? It's big. And, but the, you know, texasfootball.com is covering it all year round. So from a media perspective, those are some of the conversation starters that we have that audience reach, but really bigger than that. And something that we've changed over the course of time since I've been here is doing more sponsorship collaboratively with the schools that fall all mm -hmm. around the state, right? And I'll give you, give you an example. Good audience for us or a good, I guess, sponsor pitch and elevator mm -hmm. pitch for us is, um, you know, we get to a company like we have a great partner in Texas Farm Bureau mm -hmm. Insurance. They have agents all over the place and they happen to be bigger in smaller towns. So it's very visible for them. Very much. And so what we can do for them is we can connect them very specifically with a school in their area with an agent that really cares about maybe the Paris, Texas, mm -hmm. team, but also has agents in other remote locations or small right. locations. And we build a, an umbrella campaign around that, right? right? We do a lot of award platforms, you know, a quarterback of the week. Mm -hmm team mom and link everybody and, up to those and connect it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we're, again, for the schools, we're amplifying some real positive people in their community. Right. And, and that matters because I think our voice does matter is that at the end of the day, you know, you're in sponsorship sales. It's like, you got to figure out how to differentiate yourself. And for us, we think we're really good in the grassroots. We're really good connecting to those communities 
And we're really good giving a marketing director or CMO an umbrella campaign right? so they can control high school sports. It's hard to control high school, man. There's a lot of people that buy That is a lot yeah. of moving parts. Yeah, well, it's herding cats. It's really, really hard, <laughs> man. It's really hard. Well, and, and if you're the marketing director at a company that has a bunch of different retail locations or agents or whatever, salespeople in the field, they all have their own little deals, right? Yeah. Because they know the high schools. That's great. That's awesome. They should still do that. But what we offer them is some consistency, right? You know, as a platform, say, hey, we're going to do the same thing in this community that we're going to do in that community. And then the brand can kind of, they can obviously control the messaging better that way. Yeah, it takes them out of that whole patchwork of putting all these separate deals together with one sort of umbrella organization that can bring it all and bring the consistency. I'm interested also too, because you are working with a lot of small towns. You are working with organizations that exist in the, in the outer reaches, as well as obviously the big ones too. Yeah. There's been so much change in media. And you brought it up earlier, right? You know, it used to be just the magazine once a year. Then it became, you know, the, the social platforms have become more important. Has that created opportunities for the organization by branching out into all the different digital pieces as well? Or does it create unique yeah. challenges? Yeah, both. But I, I think, yeah, we, again, when we really put our shoulder into Dave Campbell's Texas football. Um, I grew up as a fan of it, and but I want it to last another, you know, 60 right. years, right? I want it to last yeah, in yeah. the future. The only way to do that is to transform it. And right. so the delivery method has changed big time, right? You know, the, the website, we have a daily podcast, mm. um, Texas Football Today, that we're talking to high school coaches every day of the week, right? We have a college find football on, find, podcast. You can find it on Apple uh, iTunes. I'm assuming. He, uh, absolutely, absolutely. And, or your iTunes, favorite, po yes. or your favorite podcast platform. Oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Thank you for that plug. I appreciate that. You're um, welcome. And we have a bunch of really good, young, talented folks that are knocking out. So podcasting is obviously big mm -hmm. in the industry. We're on a podcast. It's big. It's growing. We're you know we're we're right there. We uh, bought a streaming company. So live mm. streamed events, massively important. Yep. Obviously, they're growing at every level. Mm -hmm. And um, we're really fortunate to be able to, to jump into that the last couple of years. So that's been a real growth area for us. So if you're paying for a subscription to Dave Campbell's, you're getting more than just the magazine, right? You're, right. You're Access to everything. To, you're watching live games. You're watching live events. And that is growing every every week, every year now for us. We also have a game day app. So we, mm -hmm. we bought an app and the app allows fans to keep score, or basically update the score of the game they're at. So okay. yeah. you're sitting at a stadium. You're a reporter. There's no, way, there's no way really to track high school football moment by moment, right? No. Your local news station does it, but they just do it really locally, right? right. This app is fantastic, man. We're getting 50, 60,000 uniques every Friday night. People around the state are updating the scores and keeping up with the time of the game. And that's fun. So that those are some of the ways, man, we've, but we've it kind of bring, it. it kind of brings up an interesting point though, too, because we've been talking a lot about 
changing consumption habits and how Dave Campbell has shifted in order to make sure it's addressing how people want to consume their information about football in the state of Texas. But it's not just about consumption, right? It's like you said, I mean, now people can be in sitting in the stands, entering the scores into the app, but they can also create their own production, right? I mean, when you began in 2014, content creation has become... <laughs> everybody's basically a walking around producer right now. They have a cell phone yeah. and an idea. They are a media company. D does it, is it challenging for Dave Campbell to remain the most relevant voice in this time and day when everybody can basically do it any given time? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we have, you know, brand avidity with for every coach that grew up with it. Right. But there's always younger right. coaches and, right it's a it's a pass along deal so that legacy is important and that's why our new voices our our young voices if you will mm -hmm. um, are super important to the brand we connect i think very deeply with that but i could be on facebook live showing you a game too, mm -hmm. right and right. that happens and that's that's fine so you know the way we look at it is you know we're the espn for high school football in this state we amplify the positives and we'll always stay with that message. But yeah, it's, it's a challenge. You have to keep, keep, keep uh, innovating, have to do the right thing over and over again. I think we've done that. I mean, we've kind of, you know, Dave started it and I think we followed pretty well on that. And, and I think our, our brand in Texas is um, as relevant as Whataburger and Dr. Pepper, you know, uh, and HEB. Signature are, Texas brands. And you just made my are, stomach grumble. Yeah, those are Texas brands, man. We feel like Dave Campbell's is right there with them, and um, and that's important. And it's there's there's a lot at stake there yeah. too, but big time. I'm wondering before you were with Dave Campbell, you were at TCU, right? Yeah, you were selling partnerships for uh, for IMG College now. Uh, I yeah. mean, now obviously owned by Learfield. Yeah. Did you have was was is that a substantially different approach when you're representing a property that's just bricks and mortar versus something yeah. that is much more media focused? Yeah, the, you know, the big change is so when you're at a college property or even a pro property and you are worried on a daily about wins and losses, mm -hmm. right? Because right. you win, it's an easier conversation than the opposite all the time, right? <clears throat> you chase your stuff and you do your, you know, your blocking and tackling stays the same. But in the high school side, I really don't care about the wins and losses, right? I mean, the community is is what our focus is. So I'm okay if a team wins or loses on that end. But my focus is the fact that we can touch everybody in Texas, right? So that that's a big change in how we deal. The, the opposite, I guess, is I don't run a stadium, right? I right. didn't run TCU Stadium, but I had signage at the stadium. Yeah, yeah, you had real tangible pieces. Ad, I had certain tangible pieces at the stadium that I, you know, could lean on. I, you know, in, in, in a team, we rent AT&T Stadium. We have signage elements there mm -hmm. and other yeah. venues around the state. We do. But on Friday night, I don't own the stadium. And I never would tell a sponsor we do. Mm -hmm. We try to connect, right? And we were there and we're gone. But we're not there every week at that particular local stadium. Okay. Right. That's the booster club. That's what they do. We want them to be successful. So we come in to amplify and spotlight and then we'll do another one next week and another one next week and over the course of the year we'll do literally hundreds of activations and very successfully but that's a lot different than selling that property you know when you're at tcu 
you're big in Fort Worth. You're pretty big in a Dallas-Fort Worth area in a region, but you're competing pretty heavily with UT and A&M and everybody else, Cowboys, yeah. Rangers, all this stuff. With the high school space, again, I'm kind of big on Friday night everywhere. You yeah. know, I mean, Austin. You, you are, Rudy Klanick. You are big on Friday I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not at all. No, I, I shouldn't say that. But it it is, it. you know, Texas high school football has its own, you know, ecosystem, right? And so it's that that's a little different. That's a little different. You just cast a much wider net. Yeah, more relevant. Again, yeah. in a in an affordable, efficient way for a marketer. But yeah, again, high school is hard to sell, man. I mean, it, yeah. it is it is hard to sell. It's it is really the hardest thing I've ever sold. Right? Is it really? Um, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. We have a great message. I think we had a, a lot of track record we show case studies and all the stuff we've done and it and and we've got some some really good case studies on that but at the end of the day man you're calling somebody talking about high school sports they get the cowboys they get you know a concert they get tcu right high school they're like what do you what do you mean <laughs> you know what it's, is- it's fascinating to me though too because as we talked about at the top of the whole thing right i mean there's i mean literally there's a a book a tv show and a movie about friday night lights right i mean it's yep. that ingrained into the public consciousness about how big a deal yep. high school sports in texas is and it's still you yep. feel like getting people's arms around what that means if we had this company, we wouldn't have started this company in no offense, but we wouldn't have started this company in Utah, right? I mean, yeah, it's like all you listeners in Utah just yeah, down. Texas, it is. It's it is mm-hmm. the heartbeat of the state. So right. we know that. But after I get past that first, like, oh yeah, I used to watch Friday Night Lights. Or, mm-hmm. I love the movie. I read the book. I love the TV show. I love Riggins, all that stuff. <laughs> um, it's like, well, what are you selling? Right. You know, it's yeah. like you're not you don't have necessarily a really easy sell if you don't if you make it about assets we make it about audience Mm -hmm. right we make it about engaged audience and passionate and authentic and Mm -hmm. we really make it about the word authentic because that is friday night lights like it doesn't get much more authentic than that well look man the people that watch friday night lights typically and talk about it are not from texas right Mm -hmm. and they're they that's their that's like watching Dallas back in the day, and they they equated that with that's the entire state. Right? You're dating you're 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 dating yourself. <laughs> no, I know, but it's the same. No, it's the same. It's exactly the same because when I talk to people, it helps us for right. sure, and it gives them some kind of like, kind of gives them a directional. It's like yeah, oh, sort of a frame of reference. Deal. I know yeah. it's a big deal, right? Yeah. And and then I'll say, well, we had two hundred and twenty five thousand fans at the state championship, and I was like, ah, oh, really? Is that you know? Is that true? And it's like, well, you come see, <laughs> and and we can prove that every time. So it does help to be here and see it. But those shows and 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 that type of uh, heritage definitely helps. Yeah, I mean, it's also fascinating too because your responsibilities don't stop with sports, right? Because right. sports in action also represents the university interscholastic league and that's the that's the governing body for all yep. extracurriculars in all texas public high schools right i mean that's everything from debate to marching band to sports and everything in between i mean yep. that's a vast portfolio 
And I'm curious, like when you look at something that big, how do you distill that down to potential partners? Is that more of the same? It's like authenticity and everything like that, or do you have to approach sure. it more broadly? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think it's somewhat more the same, but you know, the, so our relationship with the UIL, we are their exclusive rights holder. We've been that for mm -hmm. um, for quite some time, and and recently uh, re-signed with them for a long-term deal. So we're really excited about that. Great relationship with those folks, and it and the great thing about it is not just athletics. Athletics is awesome, right? And the football game I'm bragging about is is awesome, right? But, That's the pinnacle. Um, Yes, the pinnacle, but the marching band competition in San Antonio, the the academic um, uh, meets in Austin, the you know cheerleading in Fort Worth. I mean, there's mm -hmm. so much going on, and you get to get around all these different kids and different focuses. We UIL robotics is a big deal. Um, there's there's so many different uh, kind of tentacles to that. Those are championship events. So the way I look at it is like we'll sell a, a brand on the use of the mark. Mm -hmm. It's like, a, you know, an IMG or yep. a Learfield would sell the use of the Alabama mark or TCU mark. The UIL mark means something in this state, right? Um, pretty much anybody that's got a kid at, in high school is probably involved in some UIL activity, right? Some right. sanctioned activity. So the UIL mark matters. And it's the a event, point of connection to just about everybody. It, it does. And the events matter, right? They're big events. Um, mm -hmm. All the events are really good, fun events. And most of the time, well, almost all the time, that championship ends. It doesn't matter what championship it is. It always ends in tears, right? You're either crying because you're happy, <laughs> crying because you're sad. Right. But it's probably the biggest event in that community, period, right? Yep. They just want a state championship in cross country, I just right. want a state championship and marching band, whatever. Being a part of that as a brand, that's cool. That's right? really cool. Yeah. That's cool. And that's what we really focus on uh, for the, on the UIL front, for sure. We're the Dave Campbells, and we use, we've utilized them both together because we've had campaigns that's every week during the football season that mm -hmm. lead up to the state championship. Right. Right. Those work really well together. And we've done that numerous times. So the brand is getting, activation and media during the season mm -hmm. and then the season culminates in football's case at AT&T Stadium and now the brands gets the payoff of not only visibility but also you know on-field activation or maybe a fan fest whatever yep it, it leads up right so that's been a really effective tool for us and partners expectations have probably changed even in the time that you've been doing this as well, right? With so many people focused on, you know, what's the latest three letter acronym that we want to put against this, whether it's ROI or KPIs. I think I saw another one the other day. I can't right recall. Has, has that landed on you and their expectations for, for what their relationship with Dave Campbell look like? And, and how are you addressing that if it does? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the more media that we, market the, mm -hmm. the more complicated it gets right sure. you know yeah. um, how many how many people are consuming a stream of a basketball game on a tuesday night well it's not that many right so you know we have to look at that combined number the, right the totality and together it's an amazing number so we yeah we it's again high school is somewhat hurting cats and right. to get you know to get big numbers 
to uh, have those conversations, the ones you're saying. Um, I think we bring it, but you have to keep keep understanding what's going to be demanded of it and yep. uh, and kind of go into it, understanding that and approach it that way. But yeah, I mean, we we definitely have, you know, just like everybody in this business, you're definitely dealing with more demanding yep. clients, which is good. They should be, right? A sign is a sign is a sign, right? It's awesome and it's part of a package. But even when I was at TCU, I mean, if I could just sell signs in a few radio spots and that was my job, I would have really enjoyed the football games because TCU is <laughs> really good. They were good yeah. when I was there. They're great now. But that's not the job. I mean, it's really connecting, man. These people want to connect with a college program. They want to connect locally. If they're not feeling that connection, you then you it's just not working for you. So the other thing I want to talk about real quickly, too, is there's a tremendous amount of money, obviously, pouring into sports at all levels. And we've certainly seen it at the pro level, huge media rights deals, both pro and college, conference realignment based on revenue, uh, name image likeness is impacting athletes, college level, and now high school level as well. Uh, it's impacting recruiting and how kids are going out and, and uh, responding to recruiting. Uh, I'm wondering how, if at all, this has impacted your role and how you're going out to market. Are, are partners asking about how it impacts them or, or how you can help them leverage some of these new opportunities? We haven't seen it a ton yet. Um, there are states that are allowing NIL. Mm -hmm. I know California yep. does. I hope Texas never does. By the way, it's it's silly and it's not going to work very well, in my opinion. Clearly not a fan. <laughs> um, no, it won't have. I mean, in high school, it's it's really yep. difficult. But we'll see, right? Things are things will change. I I think we haven't we haven't experienced. Um, any issues with that mm -hmm. yet um you know we do we, we've talked a lot about high school the magazines cover every year is mm -hmm. college 200 pages mm -hmm. is college we just put a lot of resources into some new additions to our content mm -hmm. team so i know a lot of unfortunately a lot of media companies have been cutting back um sadly we're we're really stepping forward with adding to our college mm -hmm. content so recruiting and just covering the state of Texas like no one's business that's going to be a big emphasis for us obviously NIL transfer portal those topics are going to be the most important topics in college sports for sure something we didn't even know what it even meant just a couple of years ago now are now are central to the conversation yeah oh yeah yeah and and look high school kids um are really smart about it. They want to position themselves to be in the best position when they go to University of Texas or Texas A&M or, you know, Baylor, TCU, whatever. They want to position themselves that they have a good opportunity, right. right? To build on their brand. So they're building their brand big time in high school. And there's companies that certainly are helping them with that. We've talked about that as a part of our brand. Everything we want to do, again, we get back to the amplify all the positives, we want to make sure we're not taking it ever. We don't want to be ever perceived as taking advantage of kids and families and any of those processes, right? It's always very. Popular. Yeah. I suppose it goes back to part of the conversation we had about with uh, when anybody can be a production studio, the most, probably the most valuable thing you have in the state of Texas is the Dave Campbell brand and protecting that brand and yeah, making sure that you're only doing things that really align with that. Like you've talked about focusing on the positivity uh, is becomes yeah. even more important. That's exactly right. Yeah, we very important. And with all these new changes, there are going to be new opportunities. We've 
talked about it, looked at it, strategized about it. We'll see. You know, I mean, it's so early yeah. on. Things have changed already drastically over just the last two years. If you think about it, it's like the transfer portal is so important in the college space. And it's crazy. You know, it used to be that, that it was like the kids that were transferring were considered damaged goods. Now they're considered like free agents. Well, they talk about winning the transfer portal. Yeah, it's overnight that's yep. changed. I mean, you we talk a lot about TCU. I mean, Coach Dykes, uh, incredibly smart and was ahead of it when he was at SMU, right? He's going to have that same success he's already had it at TCU, right? Great places to come play football. But also a lot of kids from Texas maybe left to go play at Alabama right. or Michigan or whatever. And maybe they're homesick. Maybe they're just not playing as much. Maybe coming back here makes Looking sense. Looking for the new opportunities. He was super smart right. early to do that. And and the success is obviously the success. So, um, yeah, a lot of changes. Um, you know, I think we'll see it more on our college content. And then we'll figure out a way to make it make sense for us and our brand, I think, from a business standpoint moving forward. You mentioned when we got started that uh, Dave Campbell – I mean, the man who was behind all of this passed away recently. He was, he was 96 when yeah. he when he passed away yeah. in 2021. I'm wondering, as we get as we're wrapping up, if you have anything that you can tell us about your interactions with him and what he yeah. sort of what what was he like and what he really meant to football fans in the state of Texas. Yeah, he's he's awesome. So this is a guy that fa- fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Um, <laughs> and uh and is in the uh, texas uh not only in the texas sports hall of fame but there's a there's actually a his desk his typewriter and a mannequin of dave campbell in the texas sports hall of fame <laughs> just so you know right? so it's incredible but i got a lot to, I, I i really cherish the time i used to help drive him we drive him to the coaching school every year mm. whether it was in san antonio or houston so you're with him for a couple few hours texas is big right you, you do <laughs> get some get drive anywhere, time in can't, can't get anywhere fast but um we had a lot of time to talk and and his stories are incredible his stories about being on the road interacting with the legendary coaches and players in texas of course are really really cool but the best part the best part was when we got to coaching school he would sign the cover or the magazine that came out that year for the coaches and not only sign his name but he would always personalize it and it would cause a line to back up for sure because it took a while because he wanted to know where that young man played football what he's all about he'd get to know every coach that came up and so the line would form, right? And it would go out the door and those coaches wouldn't complain because they're going to get a chance to interact with Dave Campbell, right? And so- And they knew it was going to be a special moment. It was such a neat deal. It was such a special deal. And we saw that year after year after year. And sadly, we won't see that going forward, but you know, we'll continue the legacy for sure. But he was, uh, he was a special guy. And Well, Rudy Klanick, you're a special guy too. And uh, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. But one thing we have to do before I let you go is we're going to go into the lightning round. I need your quickest possible responses to the following questions, which you have not had an opportunity to review. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, let's do this thing. All right, what's more intimidating, a Navy SEAL or a Texas high school football mom? 
Oh, Texas high school football mom by a mile. Okay, we should get those ready and send them out when we need them. As someone once connected to the TCU Horned Frogs on a scale with 1 to 10, with 1 being painful and 10 being excruciating, how would you score the CFP finals? Uh, 12. Yeah, okay, sort of you've right off the scale. Yeah. Uh, what is your go-to Texas barbecue order? Oh, wow. A sliced beef sandwich at Heim Barbecue. Sliced barbecue beef. Is what What about sides? I mean, you got to go. I mean, the burnt ends, mm. awesome. Um, mac and cheese, pretty special. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sandwich, good. though, man, it'll melt in your mouth. All right, duly noted. Amazing. All right, good, good, oh, good nice. pull. All right, you're a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan? Yes, sir. Dan Marino, Larry Zonka, or Jason Taylor, pick one. You got to go with Marino, man. All right, that's pretty easy. You got to go with Marino, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, last but not least you can make one rule change in the nfl Uh, i followed your twitter account you're not a big fan of referees what would it be (laughs) Uh, that's not fair it's 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 totally fair (laughs) i could change one rule one rule Um, i would i would just make it one foot in um in pro and college, man. All right, just one foot in. Keep it consistent. One foot in. Keep it consistent. We finally got the DH. We finally got the universal DH in baseball, right? <laughs> we can do this. We can pull together. As a nation, one... we can pull together? We can. We can. We can make We this can't let sense. our divides overcome us? We can't. We can't. We can't. <laughs> we got to do one foot in. And it would make everything so much easier, don't you think? Rudy Klanick, advocate for the one foot in rule. Thanks for spending the time, Rudy. Thanks, Dave. It's good talking to you, man. Thanks for listening to this ADC Partners podcast. For more information about ADC Partners, please visit our website at adcpartners.com.